Welcome back, everybody, to your creativity. We are recording on St. Patrick's Day, so we're we're lucky to have you as listeners. Wait, neither of you have green on. Like seriously, like neither. She, like, just, she just didn't even I know it was. Look that we were like, <laughs> wait, St. Patrick's Day. I was like, holy crap! I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> Whoops. Did, are you preparing for tonight? <laughs> You're just keeping it on the download. I've been too busy to even worry about holidays. That's I fine. guess. That's my excuse. Th- that's fair. Yeah, good. Thank you. <laughs> do you have to be Irish? Because I don't. I'm a quarter. You? I mean, you are. I don't know what I'm supposed okay, to do. Okay, wait. It's an excuse There's to no drink. There's no fucking excuse then. <laughs> like, if you like have, if you're like is. even an eighth of He's... Irish, like I mean, I know. Like, I know. You pee green. Probably. Well, I have green like, eyes. I'm just saying. <laughs> I can pee green later. I can make that happen. <laughs> Little glitter, little, <laughs> little glitter, a little dab here and there. <laughs> That's an episode within itself. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, yeah, Dylan, welcome your creativity. Yeah. Yep. And it's St. Patrick's Day. We're lucky to have you as listeners, and lucky to have our guests. Um, we assume that there's people that listen to this. <laughs> I mean, it's not confirmed because I haven't really gone back and listened. But, like, I think somebody out there listens. You don't check your stats? No. I mean, my mom. I think my oh, mom good. does sometimes. Yeah, that's officially confirmed that she okay. does. But do moms count <laughs> towards the count? You're saying, my, you're like. <laughs> I'm saying maybe your mom, mom doesn't matter, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> oh, my mom matters. Everyone matters. <laughs> my mom totally Everyone matters. matters. <laughs> we must this count. Is for Steve's mom. Maybe your mom can help my listen. My mom would never fucking listen. <laughs> <laughs> bribe her, give her chocolate or something. She okay. I reneged my statement. She might listen. She might listen chocolate. for chocolate. <laughs> that's yeah, how we, we get. It. That's how we'll, how we'll get everybody, Steve. Hmm. Where could we get some chocolate? I don't know. There's, I mean, there's a lot. Not here. There's like, there's like better places elsewhere. That's. It's not a way to sell your shop, Steve. <laughs> Head on down the street, guys. <laughs> I mean, Cummings is pretty cue. busy. Cummings. I mean, Rocky Mountain. Who else can we plug? Yeah. Uh, Kavanaugh's. Oh, yeah, Kavanaugh's. Bluebird. Mrs. Kavanaugh's. Oh, yeah, but that's way, way north. Yeah, but if but you it's worth the drive. It's totally worth away. the drive, like, to go up to Bluebird. And is that in Brigham City or it's Logan? Logan. Get them out. Get them yeah. out. I mean, what about the Idaho chocolatiers? In, like, <laughs> in Oregon or something. Let's send them even farther away. <laughs> There's the Dylan's Candy Bar in New York. Dylan's Candy Bar. <laughs> Not affiliated with that, but when I go to New York, I'm going to find it and get a picture in front of it. Yeah. Right. I, was, I was thinking I mean, of someone really more local. Overseas. Yeah. Belgium. I mean, there's a lot of Belgian places. <laughs> there are plenty of more opportunities than Hatch. You know, there's not, there's not a lot of chocolate shops in Ireland. But on Amazon... Oh, there probably are See, chocolate shops go. in Ireland then on Amazon. But yeah. Yeah. So we've got it figured out for you. <laughs> we'll get your mom some of that Irish Amazon chocolate. That'll make it work. Did I just totally mess up your intro, Dylan? Oh yeah, we're like five minutes in and we're already off the rails. <laughs> I mean, no, this is how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Sonna, did you not know this? This is like how... We get to the nitty-gritty right away. Wait. <laughs> wait there's nitty-gritty? I don't think we've ever, in our like hundred and whatever podcast, I don't think we ever have gotten to the nitty-gritty. What? what? This is 160, right? 160? I don't know. I, yeah, it's 160. I just go where Dylan tells me to go. Mm. I'll tell you where to go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> the setup is there. Well yeah, well, yeah, so have you listened to our podcast? Yes. Oh, wh- <laughs> which one? Did you th- which one did you listen and, and uh, did you seek inspiration from? Uh, 159. Oh, who did we interview? Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> She's checking. Oh, my God. She's no, I phone. will, though. Wait, I'm do you sorry. listen to podcasts? No, I love Rachel. podcasts, yes, but you I haven't had a lot of time lately. Because? Because I've been working on this thing. 
Oh, yeah. This thing. Oh, yeah. This that, thing. That, that, why you're here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're going to listen to a ton of podcasts now. Yes. you got to blow this shit up. I'll blow I, it up. I'll blow it up. Uh, well, and, okay. So <laughs> oh, I'm going to. Oh, I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> All right, tell us about Hellscape. Well, let's introduce them first. Oh, yeah, yeah no. let's not bury Dude, the lead I, you too know, far. I just moved past that because, like. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> I, you, They're you, talking. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit. Go ahead. All right. I'll have my drink here. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about Hellscape, the Hellscape movie, which is a movie about maybe I should hell. Oh, it's a movie about hell and skates. There we go. Yeah, mix it together. Boom, boom. But we're here with the filmmakers, Sana Foley mm-hmm. and uh, Carl Joggler. It's Hoglar. Hoglar. And they're the filmmakers of Hellskate. So first off, what is Hellskate? Uh, Hellskate is this little baby um, from, I, I, I thought of it, what, back in 2008, 2009? It's when we met. Um, so really it came out of my love for roller derby. I played roller derby here locally um, at the time. And I had just gotten into acting and filmmaking and stuff. So I kind of married the two ideas together. Okay, question. Yeah. Do you know Daisy? I love Daisy. Actually, Daisy, uh, her sister was on my team, England's Glory. Well, I promised Daisy I was going to make it to one of those like um, roller derby things. I didn't make it. It's okay. I mean, there's a if little... If I watch your movie, that can little kind of substitute, judgment. Yes, right? because you know why? Because her namesake is in the script. Oh, okay. So, nice. so it, it's the same thing. Yeah. That's Less fair. bloody. Or is it more bloody? More bloody. More, yes. uh, yeah, we're going to throw a lot of blood and gore into it, right, Carl? Hell. Yes. Did you find that Utah is unique in roller derby? Like- no. No, it's not. Um. I was trying to make us <laughs> feel so special, and, like, I just got no, shot No, but down. when we played, we played with Salt City Derby Girls, and it's now defunct. Um, but they were the first league in Utah. So they we started in late 2005, early 2006. And then we were the only league for a while. And then uh, Davis Derby Dames started up um, in the Davis County area. And then eventually Ogden got Junction City. Um, there was a couple down south. You went to Madness as like a men's roller derby team. There's Happy Valley, which is down in Provo. And Wasatch roller derby is the big one now in Salt Lake. And they broke off from uh, Salt City. So it's still, it's still around, but... Um, you know, it just depends on what state you're in, how well Derby plays to the community. Well, no, exactly, because I've um, had people come into our chocolate shop. I mean, they were trying to get to Cummings, but they came to me. So they, um, <laughs> they but got they, lost. They, <laughs> but they were from out of state, and they actually were moving to Utah to roller derby. And, and so they had, like, read about it, and they had known about their state having it. I think it was, like, Kansas City or somewhere yeah. like that. But they ended up um, specifically moving because they loved what you guys started. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Very good. cool. That's wow. just my little plug. Yeah, good good plug, Steve. Oh, that was nice. But what, so what got you into even the roller derby in the first place? Um, I had seen that Annie Roller Girls kind of uh, documentary series. And we derby had not started here yet. But... Um, I'd seen that on TV, and I was in a point in my life where I was just like, you know, just doing the nine to five, really bored, really lame, nothing creative going on. And when that show came out, it just looked so fun. It was something that I really wished we had had around here. And so fast forward a couple months, um, I discovered through my friend Red Fury uh, that she had started playing with Salt City. So I joined uh, the next open tryouts they had, and the rest was history. So what you're did you? A Yes, Steve. Yes. You totally <laughs> yeah. No. I feel like the tutor on horn. I'm a goofy, goofy dork, but I'll toot, take toot. it. Yeah. Pros and cons. What did you love and hate about it? I loved the. Um, I loved all the people I met. Ninety-two percent of them, and uh, most of them I still talk to. Uh, I loved the theatrics of how we used to play it was like it was real it was like a real sport still is but we still had like a lot of the fishnets and the costumes and a lot of like kind of the antics that went along with that the game has kind of changed a little bit um it's a little it's a little more 
It's, it's a like, lot more athletic now. Let's it's just not say like they're the way 70s, better. That 70s movie. I would know, but I would say we were kind of a, a mix between that and what it is now. So we were kind of a healthy mixture of kind of like the loud and brash, uh, glitter in your face, kind of that side. And then the side now is a lot more skill and athleticism and uh, fitness involved than we had back in 2006. The Drew Barrymore movie. How, how Yeah. How accurate was that? Uh, I loved that, that movie. Yeah. I thought that one, uh, I thought they did really, really well. And that was a bank track. So a lot of people, when they think of roller derby, they think of a bank track, which is, you know, it's, on, it's elevated on the sides. Um, the revival of roller derby in the States pretty much came out of flat track because it was more accessible for people, a lot more affordable. Bank tracks are really expensive and you have to have a venue that you can, you know, house it in. Um, but flat tracks, you can kind of set up as long as you have the space. All you need is tape and a measuring device, and you can roll out a track anywhere pretty much. So it was um, much more accessible to, to start a league. Well, and what I have observed, everybody that I knew that had belonged to the league, you really are all badasses. Like, I think what it did is it also gave um, – you an opportunity to show your strength and to show like um like you know some people i think were reserved in their professional lives and then they went there and it showed who they really are and like but but i mean they were able (laughs) to let loose and just to show that confidence is an okay thing um strength is an okay thing i loved that i thought it it taught that to a lot of people yeah i would agree with that and so a lot of people um, <clears throat> it's kind of their alter ego. So their derby name, they come up with a derby name. And then um, when you come out on the track as that alter ego, you can showcase that other side of yourself, whether it's who you really feel you are. It's a more accurate representation of who you feel you are. Um, or maybe it's just who you envision in a fantasy of who you could be in real life. You know, whichever way it is for you, um, it definitely gives you the opportunity to kind of let it shine. So it's it's... It's fun and it has empowered a lot of women. And that's still what I hear from when I ask my friends, you know, what did Derby do for you 10 years ago when you joined? They all kind of say the same thing. It gave them a sense of confidence, um, empowerment, kind of revealed their own strength to themselves. So it is really special. Are those kind of the the stepping stones to to the screenplay? Or was that kind of like foundations for why you wanted to make the movie? No, I, uh, I had played Derby for about two and a half years. And um, to go back to your question of like what I hated about Derby uh, was... Trips to the hospital. <laughs> no, it was, it was more, um, you know, you get a lot of... There's a lot of drama involved. You know, you get, a, you get 50, 60, 70 people in, in a grassroots... Uh, situation together um, and not everybody's meant to be a leader and they're put in leadership roles and it can kind of crumble from there Um, I think a lot of derby leagues uh, sabotage themselves from the inside out so it 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 can be tricky there's a lot of different personalities and a types and whatnot but um, so that it got a little got a little tiresome and exhausting so um, that's the point where I was looking for something else and that's when I fell into acting and film. So that's, but I still like roller derby always has such a special part of me. So I wanted to marry the two. So I did. Carl, did you ever attend any roller derby events? No, I, I haven't. She, uh, I think he had retired before right. we started the project. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much sooner I you had started the project before I became involved. Yeah, I was probably like six to eight months. Yeah. Just missed it. So no, you know, I haven't, uh, I haven't been able to to see anything firsthand. Uh, I've seen a lot of videos. <laughs> I've seen the Drew Barrymore movie and you know pictures online when it was when it was you know big here. One um, night, so I knew, I mean I knew quite a few of the Derby girls, but I didn't. You know, I didn't. I'd never associated them with the league, and it just so happened that they all did belong to it. Yeah. But like, even you know, Matt Bergstrom, his his wife was one of the first people to do roller derby, and then he ended up like 
you guys started even a men league or a men's league. Yeah. And then he was one of those guys. But he, I, it was just so fascinating to see their family, like uh, the kids and everybody would mm-hmm. start to participate, yeah. and it became a family event. Like it wasn't just. Yeah. The mom or it wasn't just the sister or whoever that belonged to it. Yeah, and I think that's also like one of the more special aspects of the sport is, you know, it kind of attracts the weirdos. It's it's for the outcasts. It's well, for Matt you know the, re- the rebels, weird. right? So but he's way crazy. <laughs> so I'll I'll let, I'll let him know. Yeah, but like it's for like, you know, those of us who don't or people that don't feel like they fit into a regular sport, like regular being, you know, sports, basketball, volleyball. Um the mainstream sports and and with derby i think you just have that avenue where you can bring more of yourself and your personality into it and then when they started the junior leagues i mean how great is that like little girls got to see their moms playing and like their dads refing and then eventually playing and then they wanted to be like their parents and so then they're showing up to school with like you know, black eyes and bruises. <laughs> yeah. Where did you get roller derby? Roller derby, bitch. Join my league. Yeah, they're recruiting. <laughs> I think we need to talk to your parents. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So how did you guys meet, meet and bring him into the project? Oh, gosh. So Carl and I, um, correct me if I'm wrong. But there is a... Um, I won't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can say anything I want. I can just make it all I'll up. I'll believe right anything you say right now. Okay, good. That's, a, that's what we do here. Yeah, just make it all up. Um, we, my friend's coffee shop up in Ogden, uh, we both kind of went through yeah. that drive through all the time. Yeah, I remember now. I think... Was my sister working there at Vanessa the time? Vanessa was okay. there, yeah. So my sister was there, and she knew that you were a screenwriter, and so she had mentioned to you that I was ri- trying to write this roller derby horror script. Right. And she made that introduction. And then we, I remember the first meeting we had was in the Kiesel building, right? Yes. And yeah, uh, a in a friend dark of, room. A friend of yours that was a m- makeup artist. Yeah. Uh, and you, in, you invited me to the class. And I think that's where we first met, at that, at that makeup artist class. Yeah, that might have been. Yeah. And then we had a little meeting up in this abandoned Kiesel building. Yeah, the like Kiesel building, right. Old, old building. And yeah. And now we've been such bosom buddies. Pain in my ass. <laughs> bosom buddies. Pain in the ass. <laughs> <Ain't they>? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Carl. <laughs> oh, see, wow. That, that, yeah, that brought me back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you had an outline and he, you helped in what way? Yeah, I, I mean, I had. Um, Did you have a script at all? I can't. You know, I think I had fleshed out like probably a treatment or an outline. I remember a detailed treatment. Maybe, and then I said, here, do and it. Then I make, d- yeah. it, make it good, Carl. Do the hard work. Yeah, it's, you have to understand, it's been through a lot of transitions throughout mm-hmm. the years. But I think we started, I, we started out with, I did the first draft. And then we had some, we had some, you had some consultants and then some other writers come in. Um, to make some changes, and the and the story has really evolved. Yeah, it's, it's changed so a lot. Different. I mean, it's not even the same. It's not even yeah. the same baby at all. Yeah, and it's and it's. I mean, we're still both ex- excited about working on it, even though it's been so long. Because it's just it's got a lot. There's there's so many aspects to it that it, it it's really it's just exciting. There, I mean, there's there's action. There's there's romance. Uh, there's uh, gore, and so it's it, it was it was it's always been exciting to work on. That sounds like a snuff film or something. <laughs> Does it? Does it really? <laughs> Action, gore, romance. Well, there's a there's a there's an audience for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 your your member your 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 viewership I don't think they just shrank. <laughs> Nah. I don't think they advertise their group. <laughs> Everybody's just like, uh, well, I don't, I don't want to go. Forget about that. I'm not part of, you know, I'm not part of that group. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> what the hell are you guys shooting? Yeah, we. Um, the script's come a long way, and, you know, that's probably, I mean, the script really, if I have to, you know, if I'm being honest and totally transparent with people, the script was not ready seven eight years ago so when i first like launched this little shitbird out in the out in the world and said hey we're doing this i think i was over eagerly optimistic that we were ready to go 
and as the promote like you know we spent like a year and a half grassroots promoting and and just doing everything we could to get it out there and build hype and build and try to raise money um in the back of my mind i just knew i was like god you know i just don't feel good about where the script's at right now and so is that um, when it transitioned into the comic book so well yeah i I have to admit i i I have to admit i would have a few years ago i would not have agreed with her but she was right um because it's so much with with the changes that you made especially I know we're getting this on. <laughs> it's on record. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I, yeah, no. Honestly, I would not have agreed, but the changes that were made, especially within the last year or two, and it's been like seven or eight years. Yeah, it's. Re- I have to admit, uh, I'm much more excited about it now with the changes that were made. Yeah, and the comic book, the the first, the little prequel book um, that we did way back then oh, that was carl's I idea about that was it uh, yeah oh, that's and he because we were going to launch at the first uh salt lake comic-con fanex thing whatever yeah. and so he said this would be a really great thing to marry in a comic book with it and i just said you know what carl you've been doing so much hard work for me here's your i'll give you a bone here's something else have fun with the comic so i just said do whatever you want to do with the prequel yeah. we'll just do a short seven or eight pager but then it just it did so well like people loved it and it was such a fun it's fun and it's idea. The, and i i still think it's i mean it's it makes a, especially now great graphic novels now walking dead there's so many shows and movies that are based on graphic novels this is perfect yeah for that medium yeah so we i mean we just we decided okay we're gonna do a full uh limited series based off the screenplay with it you moving forward and so we married those two ideas together right away um yeah so yeah, we're really excited about that too. And that that's going to be a collector's item too because that's actually a prequel to the story that she came up with. And you brought in the amazing Chris Bodily to do that. Yeah, and Chris, so Carl and I met Chris together. Um I had seen some of his art somewhere. I can't remember, but I had heard he was doing an in-person uh meet and greet somewhere with his art. So I dragged Carl out with me. And um and yeah, that's how we met him, and then we've been working with him ever since. So I think we met in like 2013, and I've been having him do little. Yeah, that sounds right. We and did, you, um, you've seen his. I mean, his stuff is yeah. everywhere. Oh yeah, everywhere. I, I have some of it, and we're friends. And he's yeah. so great. He says great. hello. He was sorry he couldn't make it, but um, he's home with his new baby. Um, but yeah, he's he's super great, and and I feel very loyal to him with this project in particular. I've used him for some animal rights campaign posters as well, which did really well worldwide. And so he's just, he just always delivers what I, and I'm, I, I try to be as, a, 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 as easy as possible to work with. Um, but I probably do ask for a lot from him. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Chris, <laughs> but he does such a good job. I need it in 15 minutes. Come on, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> ten pages. He can do it in ten. <laughs> <laughs> he's really great, and um, yeah, we're really lucky. We're really lucky that he's agreed to do um, this whole next adventure with us of this revival because it's a lot of work for him. I thank God he's so prolific, so he can, yeah, he, it's he's capable. And he loves comics, and so I think for him, it's you know, it's not like. He can have some fun with it, too. And I do try to give him, you know, there are some things that I specifically need or want for my vision, but I try to let him also have space to make it his own. So I'm not mm-hmm. just totally ruining the, the experience for it's, him. Yeah, it is official. It is Chris Bodily art. Yeah. Yeah. But do it this way. <laughs> but use this color. <laughs> I don't like red. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes red. <laughs> and, and the the newest element to it is NFTs, which I know nothing about and hear <laughs> all the time. You're about to find out. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, school us the the short or long version. Let me I, give you the short because <coughs> okay. I still trip over my words trying <laughs> to explain. It took me, you know, my brother was the one who uh, should take credit for for this new revival of Hellscape because he'd been trying to tell me about NFTs. Um, for this past year and I just kept rolling my eyes and was like I'm not into crypto I'm not into that scene I don't get it uh, and I'm not into tech either like I'm, I, I'm not a tech person um, 
I get a little bit more of it now and it's really exciting. So NFTs, it's a non-fungible token, um, meaning like, gosh, I'm gonna butcher this explanation and people are gonna be like, see, she doesn't even know. Um, basically, it's, it's a digital asset. So a lot of people say, well, it's just a JPEG, right? It's just a, an art JPEG. But uh, what I like to explain for Hellskate is we're seeing our NFTs as more of a community or club membership into the Hellskate world. So for example, we'll have, and we're doing what's really popular right now is the generative art PFPs, profile picture NFT collections that you see people putting out. If you're in the space, you see it a lot. If you're not in the space, you don't see it at all. <laughs> like the monkey with the sailor hat. Yeah, 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 exactly. So like there's CryptoPunks and uh, the board. Board Ape Yacht Club. Those are the two big ones. Yeah. Did I say that right? Board Ape Yacht Club. Yeah. I can get that mixed up yeah. all the time. So those are the two like big premier. Um, and then everybody kind of followed suit. So they're doing like 10,000 generative collections. So like with, with Chris, we said we settled on what our, what our base character would look like. And then he's adding in all these elements, different hairstyles, different makeup looks, different skates, different um, Helmets. outfits, like backgrounds, all that stuff. And then the, it's generated through an algorithm and it just plops it out. So there's, for us, our collection is 6,666. Not one of them is identical. So they're all unique to themselves. They may have overlapping uh, traits. but um, And so with the purchase of one of those, um, you basically get you're part of our VIP club, which means um, we get to add utilities to that NFT. Meaning it's kind of like, it's kind of like a perk, like on a Kickstarter or Indiegogo campaign, um, you get these little perks that people promise you, like if you donate this, you get a t-shirt, blah, blah, blah. But we're taking this more long-term. So uh, we want people to know like you buy in then you, we're going to be hosting in real life events. We're going to be doing special merchandise for only the holders that nobody else has access to. That will be giving the, you know, we'll, you show up at, at the Fan X and we have a booth there. If you prove that you're a holder to us on your phone and your crypto wallet, oh, boom, you get like this super cool uh -huh. VIP swag. I would All give that. people a hug. That's VIP for That's sure. That's clever. Yeah. That's VIP yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what do I get? There, there, will, there will be sanitizer. Uh, I got it. <laughs> but yeah, so, and, and you know, there is that side. So that's how we see is as a club and like you have an online community on Discord and all the socials, of course, um, where you're also, you should be offering stuff online. That's, that's our goal is to offer a lot of stuff online, a lot of special content. Um, get people more involved in the whole filmmaking process. So if you are a holder of our NFT, we have ideas of opening up like some voting rights to, you know, what should our characters wear, like help us choose a hairstyle or help us choose a color or help us do a set design piece or, you know, different things. So they feel more involved in the whole process and they have a little bit of ownership over um, the whole creation of it. So... Okay, can you create a character that's a little person that's like three foot ten ish, and then like isn't really physical or smart, but well, he's kind of a genius and he's kind of sassy, but his superpower is a sassy one. Can you incorporate that somehow? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we pro yes, I we was, absolutely. You know, it's funny, he's joking. I was just trade us for chocolate, and we'll do whatever like you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was my idea. <laughs> Like, yeah, be a character in the comic or... A, or I want to be an NF frickin' T. Oh. Like, or, or whatever. I don't really care. I, I want to be non-fungible. You are non-fungible. I want to be unique. <laughs> you are unique. You want to be different. Right. <laughs> I want to be unique <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> oh. But yeah, Come so on, like... Carl. Me, me, me. <laughs> me, Carl. <laughs> not asking too much <laughs> oh man yeah so nfts it's, awesome. I don't, it's a deep dive i recommend for people that are confused by them which i it really was a mind a mind screw for me for a long time um trying to wrap my head around it so there's a lot of different resources out there that are really good so there's a podcast called nfts for newbies 
And if you, it's 15 minute little episodes and they kind of, they're learning the process all along with everybody else. Really great place to just kind of get the insight and understanding of what they are. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great places online you can you can look to find out exactly what they are and wrap your head around it. Um, to, to have an NFT, you do need to have a crypto wallet. And there are, of course, depending on which blockchain the NFT is on, um, there are different wallets that you can have. Um, blockchain blockchain in and of itself is another word. Wallet. Do it. There it is. There it is. That you know, be, actually. That will be 10 truffles, sir. But there are <laughs> coffee shops um, that are selling NFTs. And so it's almost like a membership to their coffee club. And so their, their holders um, can come in and get XYZ. I'll send you a link so you can, because I feel like people will start incorporating this technology of Web3 into their small businesses very soon. I heard the other day that um, Zuck, you know, Mr. Facebook, that NFTs are going to be incorporated into Instagram. So. Yeah. I'm curious to see how he's doing that. Yeah. Like but yeah, it is like not mainstream yet. There's still only, you know, half a million people or less that are into NFTs at this point um, or have or have bought them or whatever the number is. But so it's still super like kind of underground. But I think it's like starting to bubble to the surface, especially when you get Facebook guy to announce. I might be a little less like technical, so I'm going to just start doing xerox copy face like headshots <laughs> and then i will sell them as official nfts one of a kind just do polaroids one of one you know and you, you can upload that as an <laughs> nft and then sell it whatever price you want and then if it goes and then if the price goes sky high like we know it would then they can flip it and make money that off your face at least three truffles like at least three <laughs> truffles worth of stuff. One Dr. Pepper, three truffles. He's kidding, but I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. <laughs> With these, is there an opportunity to be like to be an extra? Because I can't really? act, but I, I, yeah, you know, I can so look like I'm having fun in the background. Yeah, of course we. <laughs> Are you sure? I could be a, I could, I, Dylan could that be a speed bump. Like he could be the speed it's bump in the middle of the ring. And Not then recently. Like they're just skating around Dylan and hopping around him. That's, That's how I'm seeing your, your background. There you go. <laughs> yes. You'll have to smile, you know. Maybe not. No, not it's a horror movie. <laughs> not everybody's going to smile. But yes, to answer that. Um, so one of my good friends, Gumby, he is the... Uh, extras casting director locally and uh he and i've worked together for many years but he's actually uh one of the co-producers of the film so um we are excited to bring like this kind of community to uh his kind of network because um there's a lot of really cool people we've been working with you know the background actors over the many years and um while we can't like promise people like yes you're gonna be background yeah. on the show i mean you guys I are mean, different you I guys are different because you got chocolate sure i heard a character that's <laughs> person gonna be coming into this show i, I you got to come up with a derby name for yourself <gasps> not right please now, let me help with that stop. oh okay. i love coming up with names <laughs> totally yeah come up with one what's your what, what's your favorite thing uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello. Sugar cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy one. <laughs> oh yeah, God. come up with one. Let me know. I will work on this. Okay. Sweet. It'll be fine, Dylan. You too. All right. Everybody needs a derby. <laughs> like, it's right. like a, okay. <laughs> Carl, you don't even have one yet. Thrill no, pickle. No, I used thrill pickle. Oh. What did you say? Thrill pickle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost my mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's not Dylan, that. dill pickle. Holy thrill pickle, dill pickle. It, that's it, incredibly it's, good. It's not as dirty as it sounds. It could be, yeah, it's not as dirty as it sounds. I feel like once it leaves your lips, it's subjective to everybody. Exactly. Well, if it wasn't dirty before, it is now. <laughs> oh, my mind immediately goes to dirty. So, oh. I'm like, uh, of course, <laughs> I was I came just up with a like, really exciting pickle. Thrill pickle. If, if people do want to get involved, how can they? 
So um, we're welcoming people, even if they don't want to buy an NFT, because we realize that, you know, not everybody can afford to buy into an NFT. Like for our, our prices are probably going to be, when we sell them, um, probably entry level is going to be around 150 to 175. We realize that that's not feasible for a lot of people on a budget. So, but we still have a lot of people that want to support the project overall. So we still want you to join our mailing list and interact with us on Discord, which we're opening up today, I believe. Our Discord opens today, which yeah. ugh, I really hate Discord. I'm learning it. It's a struggle bus for me, but um, it's a good place for community. So yeah, we just invite everybody to join our mailing list, interact with us on all the platforms that you're comfortable with, and then come out and meet us in person, you know, get to know us, we get to know you. It's like more of like a family friend feel. It's, it's not like, we are the filmmaker and you are the civilian. Well, I mean, to be fair, you have your bouncers. So you have people that, <laughs> uh, I mean, you have your bouncers, they can do the dirty work. Yeah. <laughs> Lee? He's the color just drained from his face. <laughs> Leave forward, everybody. Incomparable. <laughs> yeah, so we do. We ask everybody, you know, if you if you're not into NFTs, and a lot of people are not. There's a lot of uh, controversy surrounding them. Um, yeah, just join us online in any other capacity that you that best fits how you like to interact with people, and then and we want to include people um, as much as possible. NFT or not, because we're not just an NFT project. We're just utilizing this tech as a way to raise money for the film um, and also create a different comic books. Like our, our comic books will be released as NFTs, but we'll also have physical copies available as well. They won't be as awesome. But um, yeah, there's just a lot you can do with NFTs right now. Is, is there a timeline you have with everything like after yeah. these NFT sales, will you start working towards production or where are you with production? yeah so you know of course you never know when the next pandemic or world war three will hit so mm -hmm. um a moment. if planned <laughs> yeah if plan if the stars align our timeline is to launch our nfts end of april or in may sometime um and then within four months we hope to release our first issue of the comic book and hopefully the plan is you know every four months or three months release the next issue um, and then hopefully by, you know, early next year, we can announce pre-production. That's the, that's like the big dream. So, and then we'll just keep following, inviting everybody along. We want to, I want, I want to show people more of the filmmaking process than they usually get to see. You know, you see a little bit in like behind the scenes documentaries or, um, little clips here and there. But I want to bring people more in inside of it. So because a lot of people just don't get to see, you know, the really the ins and outs and the hard decisions that have to be made and how non-creative it can be um, and how fun it can be as well. So and that's what makes it different. Yeah. yeah. So I'd and I'd love to have like, you know, if we have NFT holders that um, are local, like have, you know, some set visits probably can't nice. promise it for everybody it just depends how many there are <laughs> but i'd love to like get people involved you know like just really show them the whole world and beyond um beyond oh, each beyond. of you tell us about some of your past projects and how they've been applicable to getting this together carl you go what <laughs> <laughs> carl just directed a feature film i wrote and directed a, a film that was just released um <laughs> I'm not comfortable with this. But you slid into that so I well. You threw me in there. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll say. What was the movie? It's it's called Nemesis. It was just recently released. It was something that I uh, wrote and shot uh, in upstate New York about three years ago. Um, it's been around for a bit, but it, we just recently got distribution, so it's out there. I I only bring that up to as a way to say that you know that's part of my writing experience i've written um i've written screenplays i wrote a book so uh i'm using that that experience and and uh, um to do you know make hellscape as, as as good as it can be period um but uh 
that's yeah, that's that's it as far as as far as film. I've done, done some short films, uh, you know, that are out there circulating. I'm on IMDb. What genres <laughs> have you, you worked in? Out. Um, I I actually got pigeonholed into horror, which actually works out for me because I've I've come to love it. Um, and that that all started because I, uh, I make to make a long story short, I, I won uh, a screenplay contest online and a filmmaker uh, read it and she actually tracked me down from L.A. and asked me uh, to help her write a script or write a script for her for the uh, it was a uh, AMC it was on AMC American Movie Classics it was a short screamers hosted by John Carpenter it was like a horror special that they put on and um, my script got chosen and they shot it and they aired it and that was my first national TV credit. And so after that, the, all the phone calls and the correspondence that I had coming in was for horror. So I just, I went with that. And uh, so naturally when Hellscape came around, I was like, hey, hey, let's do it. You know, so, but I'm, I'm glad that the project has lasted this long before going to film because all of that experience and all of that knowledge is, you know, really helped me to see it a lot differently now and it's really gelled really well with sana's ideas for the changes and the up you know all the updates and everything and i i think now now is the perfect time you know because i was asking myself why is this taking so long and everybody's to, to been add what that. she's yeah everybody's <laughs> been asked so to add to what she was saying it's it wasn't ready it really wasn't you know now is the time i think yeah, yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think yeah. we just needed a break from it, too, because I think we... <laughs> yeah, there like, was a little the, bit I of mean, that, there too. There was, like, yeah. when you're doing a grassroots, like, self-promotion, like, whatever, it's on limited budget or no budget. I mean, you're, it's just exhausting. It's really exhausting. It wears you down. And then, you know, being an actor in the business is really... It's full of rejection. And then, I don't know. It just... For me, it just got to a really unhealthy spot. Like, I just wasn't... I don't know. I needed to step away from it all, really, for a few years and just focus on my other passions. So that was really good for me. And I was able to come back into the business with a completely different perspective and a healthier outlook and uh, different definitions of what success are for me um, and not worry about what other people are doing, what they're getting cast in. Like, How do you answer that question for yourself? What is success for you? Success for me is if, if I am just filling my creative needs, whether that is going out and shooting uh, the wild horses we have out here um, or and just learning about photography and enjoying time out in, in the wild, you know, or um, enjoying my friends' success as actors and, and uh, applauding them when they get cast in roles and watching them succeed. That's fun for me. Um, realizing that you know, society's gauge and level and expectation of what success means to most people is like, it's just not a reality, you know, and it's, it's unhealthy to attain that, to try to strive to attain that. But mostly Sana wants to see me succeed. Yes. I think. I'm here on earth. <laughs> I heard to help that. Carl <laughs> but no, that is a big part. Like I do, I get a lot of fulfillment out of seeing my friends, um, you know, get jobs, get paid, get acknowledgement. Like I want that for them. So it's fun for me to bring Chris onto a big project like this that hopefully will just skyrocket him, you know, and, and then it's, same with you Carl. Have, you've proven that again and again. You have. Yeah. But, and, I, and I think what you said about uh, taking a, having taken a break from it, that's, that's actually, that's true and it's really huge because I hadn't looked at it for quite a few years and when I when I looked at it again, when I just just the other day, when I sat down to read the whole thing in one shot again, I was I was even more excited about it. And that that says a lot to me as a writer. I'm like, wow, this is holy cow. We did this so long ago and it's still really exciting. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like when I because I think I mean, there's even during my whole break, many years break. I, I still think about Hellscape all day, every day, no matter what, like. Um, I'm not even in a roller coming, derby. Yeah, but coming back to it, I thought every time I every time I go back to the script, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really fun. It is, and it we really are, we're is. biased, but yeah, you know, bit. it's not going to be for everybody, of course. 
but it's a fun little popcorn show and it's i mean we're excited about it mm-hmm. so the thrill is still there for us yeah. I could maybe be a coach, like you know. So we I'm gotta, thinking, I'm thinking that I could be a coach, and I yeah. really give really good pep talks. And then at the end, it's pretty much like hey, I, I don't give know what I'm talking about. Pause. You know, just go out and fucking play. <laughs> like I mean, do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> See, Steve, he's giving again. He I'm wants getting to give. more excited about this project <laughs> hey, as we talk. Hang on to just that excitement. Giving. We gotta find. We're, we gotta sneak you in there somehow. Oh, oh yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah, you're in. But you gotta, you gotta prove yourself with a good derby name first. <sighs> yeah, I, I can see the hat and the whistle. Yeah, I can. Totally. Can you roller skate? Can you? Hell no. <laughs> but, like, but I mean, I even can. better. <laughs> but I, can. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. <laughs> you even miss if a. You can beat. dodge a wrench. You can like learn to roller skate. <laughs> so like, I mean, yeah, I'm totally good. Okay. Can you skate? I I can I feel like skate. You'd be a phenomenal not, skater. Doing I, a dip. I can, but <laughs> I I don't skate backwards. I, it's been years. I'm not great at skating backwards. We didn't have to when you we played thought, dirt you derby. Just skate forward. I know, but my but my dad did, and he would. He was good. My dad's a little fancy. Ooh, I love it. You know what skating? Not gay, came, but just a little fancy. Well, skating, came, <laughs> skating came back during COVID, you know, because nobody could go anywhere, do anything. So all the roller skate brands like sold out. Everybody was skating in their living rooms. So everybody's gotten really, really good. But like the 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 fancy dance skating has definitely resurged. That stuff makes it makes me nervous even when I'm not I, I can't do it but even seeing other people do it makes me nervous. We got to get Carl on skates. Oh yeah, that'll oh, be the yeah. last time you ever see me. <laughs> <laughs> Have Come you on, heard Carl. of uh, Duo Transcend? They're on AGT. They have this thing where um, he's in roller skates and he's skating around in a circle and she's on this strap type thing spinning. Oh. I'll send you a clip. Yeah, send it yeah. to me. But yeah, fancy skating, that's what I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> that's Lots awesome. of fancy but skating. Yeah, it, it, it's freaky to watch, and you're like, oh my gosh. But then you see them do it all the time. It's like, okay, it's second t- nature to them. Yeah, it takes a lot of practice. I was thinking like Metal Cage of Death, like on skates. That's what we're going to do for you. We're going to put you in the halftime show in a metal cage. No, I'm not feeling that. <laughs> I'm feeling more like, I'm feeling more like a lot of advice. But it has no clue what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> like that's that's what I'm feeling. But I he but he does it with a straight face, like he's really serious about his terrible advice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Great character. Let's right add there. gas. It's an fire awesome. to that. It's an awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we do the bonus questions? Yeah. All right, you're on your creativity. So this question is: What does creativity mean to you? Hmm. Creativity. You know, I think it's really taking, um, I think it's a mixture of things you love that other people are doing or in your environment. Um, and, and mixing that up with like what really sets your soul on fire. Like that sounds so cheesy, but I mean, you kind of know, like if you're fortunate enough to, to in life to, try something new and it, it just ignites this electricity and you're like oh like that's what I should be doing right hang on to that vibe and like mix it with like some influence outside of you that you really love because I feel like we're all influenced by each other yeah, um, sure. and creativity um, I feel like it's in, like it's inclusive of a lot of things so nice yeah uh, I'll, I'll just say taking something you know, that's regular, normal, and making it 10 times more exciting, you know, generally speaking. But I mean, creativity for me, when I, when I think of creativity, I just think of telling a story. I, I just, I want to, I want to tell stories, you know, if it's, even if it's just writing. Or tall fibs. Tall fibs. <laughs> oh, I lie all the time. <laughs> Is that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> No, if only I could make money at it. <laughs> Let's make money lying. Politics. Well, like, oh, there you go. Bam. There's a lot Bam. of money in that, I don't, I don't Carl. Shot in the street either. You went in the wrong. I know, way. right? Uh. <laughs> Next one is: Who is your favorite Muppet, and why? Oh, love this question. <laughs> oh, you go first, though. No, because no, no, I want to think. 
can I say Snuffleupagus? Yeah. yeah it's okay. any Jim Henson creature. Okay. I want to say Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. 100 million percent. Like, he's the best. And I was always so sad. What is with you and depressed me- characters, though? I love depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I love depressed. We were talking about Eeyore before. Now she's talking about Snuffleupagus. Yes, I love all things well, sad. He was the Eeyore of Sesame Street, yeah, basically. Yeah, and <laughs> he, was rare, he was a rare character. Like, he was rarely ever on. At least when I was able to watch TV. And so... And for a long time, he didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like him. Which I thought him. was weird. He was like a fluffy pachyderm slash horse slash... I don't know what he was to me, but he was amazing. He was a fluffy brown pachyderm. Fluffy cuddles. Yeah. He was very and the name is so cute. It's hard to say. I always get it wrong. I don't know if it's snup or snuff. Snuffleupagus or snuffleupagus. I don't snuffle up. Is it F P yes. or P F? Snuff. Snuff. Like the, like the films we were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> I do it. I want to call that. you Puggis. <laughs> <laughs> that Snuff sounds Puggis. horrible. <laughs> it makes me sound like an infection. <laughs> he goes, a Puggis <laughs> disease. Puggis. Excreting this white. My, my writer Puggis. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> can you get rid of your Puggis, please? <laughs> there with, he has so. a Puggis trail. <laughs> 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 I think Carl my pug is broke. Pug is trail. <laughs> oh yeah, that's just Carl. <laughs> okay, my turn. My turn. My turn. <laughs> me, 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 me. I just take and take and take. I'm the opposite of Steve. Uh, <laughs> I'm the anti-Steve. I Cookie Monster. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah. Cookie yeah. Monster you because Monster. because he just does his thing and just deal with it. Cookie Monster don't give a shit. He don't. He's all about the cookies too. Chocolate chip cookies, my favorite thing in the world. I didn't know that. What? Chips Ahoy cookies. Those that's my thing. What? Yes. Why would I know that? Oh, why would you know that? Why wouldn't you? Well, they're gonna have to be know? on set. Yeah, yes. that's on your writer. Oh yeah, that and Dr Pepper. But, but, Dr but Pepper? crispy. Yeah. Dr the Pepper crispy man. The ones are this the chewy ones. No, no chewy, no. <laughs> Cookies are supposed it's to be bugus. crunchy. It's too puggus for you? That's yeah, too fancy. Just, oh, man, yeah, the crunchy cook, chocolate chip cookies, man. That's that's, that's it. Okay. Cookie monster. Strong feeling. Puggus seems like a derby name. That I is know. The Snup, workshop. I feel like Snup Puggus. We're working on yours, though. <laughs> that's what it is. Are you a movie fan? Do you like, do sure. you have a favorite movie? You have no, a favorite? I'm, I'm, you know, no, I'm not going to. I don't know. I he's got a. He's got a really. You yeah, gotta we'll give us some time. It. We'll talk about it. Yeah. He's got a. He's got about it. Yeah, yeah. Workshop it. Yeah. Workshop I it. Workshop. <laughs> I just be. Let's spitball. I just live. We could do with that. And then the last. I, I, it's always weird to asking filmmakers this question, because it's kind of their thing. But in the movie of your life, who would play you? <gasps> oh, Kate Winslet. I love which, Kate I, Winslet. Which Kate is that? I've confused like three of them. Titanic. I love oh. Kate Winslet so I much. Her. Okay. She just did a fantastic show called Mayor of Easttown. I know, so good. Holy crap. She can do no wrong. You I gotta love see her that so show. much. She is a badass. Mm-hmm. Who would play me? Yeah, Carl. Holy Can't crap. Wait for this one. I think all the actors that I can think of are like has-beens now. Doesn't matter. Does it though? Give us a name. Dean Kane. I love that. Right? That's Especially now he's chubby now. So that's a super answer. That right? is so. I'm really impressed with you right now. Thanks. <laughs> I gave it a lot of thought. <laughs> Dean Kane. Dean Kane is Carl Hoglar in Carl Hoglar. <laughs> like Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> Name the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, how fancy is that? Name the movie after my name. And then you could play the character named Dean, like in Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich played a waitress named Julia. And I'll wear a Superman costume. Okay, but have you guys seen the trailer for the new Nick Cage movie? Which one? Which one? He's like like seven out now. Yes. What is the name of it? The title is so good. No. I cannot wait to see the show. The one he plays himself? He he, plays no, himself. he does that swearing. No, this is so good. The history of Damn it. swear words. Damn it. I wish we right? knew oh, the name Yeah, that of was that. on Netflix. That was good. That, that's this one hasn't come out there. yet. It looks so funny. He plays himself. Um, He's got that 
Willy's Wonderland. It's so Pig, good. Pig, Mandy. He's got so many Mandy. out right now. Oh, I saw that at Sundance. And was like, it good? The first half of the show, the whole theater was like, ugh, what is this fucking head case movie? And then our friend actually was like, I'm out. <laughs> like, this is so awful. Dumb. It was like a psychedelic, lame, like a little slow. Our friend walked out and the movie immediately did like a, like a 180. And all of a sudden shit just went crazy in the movie and the whole audience like slowly by slowly everybody started like kind of chuckling and then nobody was like are we supposed to laugh like we can't tell if we're laughing because it's cheesy or because it's like actually funny (laughs) and then by the end of the show everyone was rolling and they were just on board this whole cinematic journey oh my gosh it was incredible that was the best movie experience i've ever had in my life i have to check that out i love it when i'm in a movie and i'm laughing at something that people don't usually laugh at. Yeah. It's like, did anybody else laugh at that? Yeah. <laughs> They're laughing inside. Especially when you really shy. belly laugh out loud and everybody's like, yeah. what's wrong with this People guy? were doing that in Mandy, like at the very, when it changed and then nobody knew what they should say. Like, they were like, oh my God, are we, and then it just, nobody could help themselves. Like, it just went off the rails. It was supposed to, it was a really great experience. <laughs> I loved him in, uh, Into the, Spi- Into the Spider-Verse. Where he was the black and white. Oh, the noir, noir Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The unbearable yeah. weight of massive talent. I've never even heard that of that. I just saw, I just saw the trailer at the Batman, and it was so. I was like, yes, Nick Cage nailed it. Nicholas wow. Cage. Yes. Yeah, so that was horrible, but <laughs> it's really <laughs> it's meta. I love it. <laughs> well, I don't think he says no to anything he's offered. He's in so much. Did you hear that? Call him. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't say no. He doesn't say no. Do not let him be the coach. He'll be the opposing coach to there Steve. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you can get you can get Christopher Walken for a thousand bucks, right? He does like he does walk-ons. They should call him Christopher Walk-on. Is he, this he factual? Or is no, it's just for real. Yeah, I have hits? a friend who did a got him for a short film thousand bucks he was just in the background as a cook yeah man so we got christopher walken we got nick cage okay we're li- we got steve hatch all right we're lining yeah. it up <laughs> dean we're ready dean, dean kane dean kane <laughs> call him yeah we've got all these men for a women's movie great great right. work guys <laughs> what we just okay oh, yeah. damn we shave them and we put dresses on them well let's reach no. out to drew barrymore she might be interested this is she had a movie about it. She did, yeah. Hmm. I'm actually friends with one of the girls that was in was one of the skaters, but. Um, oh yeah, you're like Kevin Bacon though. Yeah. Somebody's everyone's everyone's Everyone connected to you somehow. Yeah, well, yeah it's I all like everybody I, is. I, I, my wife introduced you to a graphic designer, and you have like 17 people in common, <laughs> right? Two, but. See. <laughs> Seventeen, two, oh, same my thing. Gosh. So to recap, where can everybody find information about the project? Okay, right now, hellskate.io is our website. Um, we're, we're working on getting a really pretty cute one going on, but right now you can find the basics there. We're on Facebook, Hellscape Movie, Instagram, Hellscape Movie, Twitter, Hellscape Movie, Discord. Um, I think we've got the link to uh, up on our uh, website for that. You can, always, you can DM me. I run all this stuff. So if you DM, it's me you're going to be talking to most likely. Um, what else? Facebook? Is that it? Instagram, Facebook? Facebook, Twitter, Discord. That's. Is there an independent site? That's it. No. Hellsgate.io. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah really Twitter. Like I'm trying to push people to Twitter because that's, that's where everybody is again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm an Instagram guy. I love, I love Instagram. Instagram. But. People don't like the algorithms there because it's hard to get your projects out. So they're doing Twitter. Oh, TikTok. Ugh. Okay, I'm trying to learn TikTok. I suck at it, <laughs> but I'm on tic- uh, I'm on TikTok as well. At, um, Hell S K and the number eight. Nice. So watch me stumble through that <laughs> hot mess. <laughs> Do you think you know more about NFTs or TikTok? Definitely NFTs. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding you. I know not a lot about NFTs, but I know way more than tiktok well there we go yeah well thanks you guys this was fun thank you so much you guys thank you okay we'll see yeah, you on the fun. rink you what, see you on what? the rink what what <laughs> give me some chocolate bitch now faster <laughs> dodge this <laughs>
Chocolate Thunder. There's there's <gasps> there's the name. Thrill Pickle and Chocolate Thunder. Oh my gosh. Oh my! I would have to see it. I would. I'd have uh, to. <laughs> now we're gonna get a better name. I'll get a. I'll, I'll come up with something. All right. Well, we'll end it there. Mic drop. Bye. <laughs> what? Bye. What? <laughs> <laughs>